You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know, that kind of takes us to what we saw on Friday night. You were there. What was the feeling like at Ford Field? Because watching it on TV... It, we all know it was one of three preseason games, the first iteration of this Lions team. We saw the offense go out there for a series. We saw the defense play. But it felt like there was a different energy at Ford Field, just like we 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 talked about last couple of weeks when we were you know coming from Ford Field and, and broadcasting from there. There was a different energy at practice. Yeah, there was a different buzz for sure. I think that was one of the first things I said. Uh, during the broadcast, I was it was like, gosh, I mean, this is a preseason game. I can't remember the last time I, I, I felt that much energy at Ford Field for a preseason game. And I don't I didn't look at official um It was like forty five thousand people there. I, okay. It felt like it. I mean it didn't feel packed, but right. it didn't feel empty like it normally does. And it definitely wasn't empty. It no. was it was uh it was a different buzz. It was a different energy. And even the players, like sometimes you get in preseason one and it's kind of sloppy and sluggish and, you know, let's just run through the motion type shit, yada, yada, get our 15 plays and get out of here. Um, you know, starting offense comes out and moving the ball, you know. Really the only negative play I think they had was, you know, the Jamal Williams drop out in the flat. But then he makes up for it the next play, gets, you know, nine yards on the dive and sets him up back up for a third and short. But that drive was just like, gosh, like for preseason football, man, like that's, Pretty damn impressive. Now, good. I wouldn't say it was surprising because I think when you look at specifically the offense, everybody kind of expected them to come out, uh, you know, on fire because you got a lot of veteran guys. That offensive line, obviously, Jared Goff, DeAndre Swift. I know Hawk didn't play, but um, you know, Reynolds, Chark's been a guy who's been around a while. Like you, you kind of expected them to be a little bit ahead of the of the defense. They definitely showed that. Um, but the buzz was different, and I asked Coach about it after the game and a couple of players after the game, and they were just like, man, like it was for a preseason game. Like it was it was impressive, the energy that they brought. And I think, look, you combine that with the fact that, you know, HBO is in town and hard knocks and the optimism buzz around this, uh, this team for the past couple months, I think people were excited to see, uh, get that first impression of what this team's going to look like. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I'll tell you, man, it, it was – that sequence when they go down and score, um, you know, let's just put these four plays into perspective here. The DeAndre Swift touchdown run, right? Mm-hmm. Made a nice cutback, boom. Obviously, ton of energy, everybody's pumped up, right? Next play, kickoff. Malcolm Rodriguez goes down, lays a lick on the kick return, right? Everybody wanted to see Malcolm Rodriguez, what he was going to do. Bam, first play, lays a lick on the dude, right? Third, third play. Uh, you know, Atlanta comes out, they run a little, uh, you know, naked boot. Um, you know, Mariota tries to jump back. Who puts a lick on him? Aiden Hutchinson, right? Yep. 
crowd was <laughs> fired up. And the next play after that, you know, Aiden Hutchinson swim move, boom, tackle for the loss in the back. Those four, those four plays in the, that sequence were just like, holy shit. like this play, like these guys are ready to freaking go, man. <laughs> and the crowd was into it, and they felt that energy because for those four plays, it was like, holy shit. This looks like a different style of football than we've been used to seeing for a long time. And I thought that was, uh, I thought it was impressive the way they came out to play. That coach had them ready to go. So I want to jump to the end. There's, there's a lot more we want to talk about in this game, but they end up losing the game and somewhat lost it in Lions fashion with David Blau fumbling and, you know, the way that, uh, that Atlanta ended up scoring their touchdown. But was it, was it a huge downer after the game? Were people leaving the that that were still there come the fourth quarter? Um, did it feel like oh yeah, same old Lions here we go again? Or was there still optimism even though they ended up losing the game? No, I think there was a lot of excitement still. Um, I think for most people, your realistic expectations for the preseason is you want to see. The starters, the guys that are going to be foundation of your team, play well, um, which I thought they got, especially with the offense. Uh, but I think there's also a realistic part of people where, you know, gosh, how do I want to say this? Last two minutes of preseason games, let's be honest, a lot of those guys probably aren't going to be on your team. The majority of those guys, yeah. Right? Like they're just trying to be honest here. Um, so I think a lot of people are, are realistic in expectations to say, you know, hey, like, yeah, we Take lost it for the game. Of course we wanted to win. Of course we want to see these guys win. But same time, you know, we, we, were, we were impressed with the guys that are going to be here, the, the, the solid core of this team. We were, we were impressed with the body of work that they were able to put in. So, um, oh, gosh, I was listening. I'm not, God, I was listening after the game and had the station on. And I won't, I won't say who it was, but. It was just like, oh, SOL, same old lines, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Christ, like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, yeah. your third string, you know, quarterback fumbled and your seventh string corner, you know, didn't make a play to in the game or whatever it was. It's like, Jesus Christ, come on. Like, let's calm down a little bit. But no, I thought, uh, I didn't, I didn't get the sense that people were, you know, SOL mentality. Oh, find right. another way to lose because, you know, well, the next time anybody goes in the stadium, it's going to be regular season. Yeah, the next two, be, next two yeah. games are, are on the road. and um, So let's talk about some of the positive. Offense, as you mentioned, and, and everybody's kind of dissected that first drive. 10 plays, 79 yards, touchdown. All right, it was great. Um, you ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Defense goes back out there, and, and a part of those four plays, DeAndre Swift scores the touchdown, Malcolm Rodriguez, big big tackle on, on special teams, two plays by Aiden Hutchinson, but then Atlanta converts on a third down. Um, there's, whether you call it guys out of position, over pursuit, over enthusiasm, whatever it is, defense didn't hold, and Atlanta goes down 12 plays, 82 yards, and they tie the game up with a touchdown. 
What what do you need to see from game one to game two from the defense? I, I think just better discipline, you know? And like you kind of hinted at, it was just it looked like it looked like all eleven guys were trying to make the play. You know what I mean? Like you have to understand, hey, if you're the backside you know, defensive end or the slot corner, and there's play action away from you. Like, there's no reason to really sprint all the way down the line because that's not your play to make. You know what I mean? You have seven, eight other guys on that side of the field. that That's their play to make. You have to trust your teammates. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what I was seeing was over-pursuit, um, you know, not being disciplined in rush lanes on third downs, whatever it was, allowing those quarterbacks to get out of the pocket. I mean, the quarterbacks ran for – you know, 90 yards between the two of them. Um, it was almost like the nerves were, not even nerves, but like the um, adrenaline was just going so high that it's like, I need to make every single play. You know what I mean? And that, you love that. You love that enthusiasm. You love that approach to the game. But at the same time, there's a fine line. There's a fine balance between being disciplined and being relentless. And I think that they were almost too uh, too relentless and you saw them get burned a lot. You know, and how many times are you watching, you know, play action pass and it's just like there's nobody on the backside to, yeah. you know, even threaten the quarterback to, you know, make him run to get in get in that throwing lane to get uncomfortable because, you know, whether it was a backside DN, backside linebacker, a couple of the backside, you know, pressures they bought, everybody was biting so hard on that run fake that uh, you know, there was just a little undisciplined in the eyes, I thought. So I'd like to see uh, and even the last play, you know, when it when, when it was a fourth down, Atlanta goes for it. Um, you know, Aaron Glenn dialed up what would seemed like an empty pressure. I think he brought six or seven guys. Um, but you had the, the defensive end that was over the right tackle. For some reason, you know, they had a middle blitz called. And for some reason, he's making a spin move into the B gap. And that allowed Desmond Ritter just to get outside of that pocket just enough to yeah. buy that time to get that ball downfield. Now, I don't know who the player was, but... That's where you talk about discipline. If you stay outside and you play contain, there's no way Ritter's escaping that pocket, and now the pressure that's coming from the inside is going to force him to make probably a really bad throw. So it's little things like that that uh, I don't know if you really expect young guys to get it you know, on game one, um, but that's what you need to see improve. That's what you need to see going into week two. Uh, you need to see them get better at. And uh, I thought they played with, you know, the, like I said, the energy, the tenacity. I mean, you could definitely tell the the uh, schematic changes, you know, that they made as far as, you know, going from more of a, you know, eat up double team type defensive line, just play at the line of scrimmage and clog it up there to, you know, nose tackles, just penetrate, get in the backfield, be disruptive. There's a couple times, man, I thought – there was a couple nose tackles that uh, the one kid sawed off. I think Demetrius Taylor is, I mean, he's in the backfield almost taking the freaking handoff. And you're like, damn, that's the style of football I like to see, getting in the backfield, making plays, rather than just kind of hanging at the line of scrimmage and making tackles for, you know, two, three yards. I want to see guys get in the backfield. I want to see guys be disruptive. And even that play Aiden made, you know, where he puts this swim move on uh, Jake Matthews, gets in the backfield and makes that TFL. I mean, last year I don't really know if we – saw much of that because the philosophy was different. The scheme was different. They wanted those guys kind of playing at the line of scrimmage and read and react rather than just explode, get off the ball, go make a play in the backfield. So um, I was encouraged with, uh, you know, with, with, the, with the changes that they made defensively because that style of defense as an offensive lineman, it's a lot harder to block because those guys are unpredictable, man. Yeah. Especially when you're, when you're trying to run zone and you're trying to get the outside. If you let up any sort of 
penetration in the back cuts, it, cuts everything dead. off. Yeah, yeah, plays dead. So I thought that was encouraging. So I've 